It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Week one is here, Steelers fans, which means after this show, you only got one more day Saturday before the Steelers play the Bengals to open up week one. We got all the breakdowns you could want. Jenna Harner's here to join me from Channel 11 WPXI in Pittsburgh. We're going to give you two players who we think can be the key difference makers in this game that haven't been talked about enough this week. We'll also go over all our picks for week one. We'll also be giving you our full prediction, our turning points, and how we see this game playing out right here on the Lockdown Steelers podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter. Let's get into it. You are Locked On Steelers, your daily Pittsburgh Steelers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome to the Locked On Steelers podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter, bringing you your daily dose of all things on the Pittsburgh Steelers. As always, you can find the show on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Odyssey, and YouTube. If you're watching this video on YouTube, hit the like button in this video if you enjoy it. Hit the subscribe button on our YouTube channel to get all of our daily Monday through Friday episodes, as well as our bonus content. We thank you for making the Lockdown Steelers podcast your first listen every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered all season long with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. Jenna Horner, welcome back to the show. We're finally back to the game. We're going, we're giving picks. It's going to be an awesome day. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Football is back. It's, it's, it's been too long. Oh, it has been too long. It is week one, finally here. I feel like we've been talking about this since the end of last season. So naturally, we're ready to rock, ready to roll, ready to talk some picks, and uh, ready to go head-to-head again. I'm pumped, Chris. We will go head-to-head. We also do have a Pick'em League, and I will help you all find that Pick'em League. If you want to pick with us every single week, there's a way to do that. It's on ESPN. There's a link that's on our Lockdown Steelers Facebook group. I also posted it to my Twitter account. I will have that up and running for you guys uh, in a minute. But before we get to the picks, Jenna, I want to talk about two guys that I don't think have been talked about enough that in, in the importance of this game. Now, when I was talking to our friends, Jake and James, who are hosts of the Locked On Bengals podcast, and I said a big key for this week is stopping the run for the Pittsburgh Steelers and forcing the Bengals to be one-dimensional so that you can kind of protect against one thing this week. They kind of scoffed at it. They were like, you guys are worried about the running game. Who cares about that anymore? And I'm like, I think everybody should. That's 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 how you, that's how you blew them out last time. And so, like, I, I was like, okay, that's interesting. But I do think that this is a big part of what the Steelers wanted to do, so that they could allow their pass rush to take over the game. It's different to, for your pass rush to put you in the game, but. When your run defense is keeping the game controlled and then your pass rush is getting loose, then that helps you win the game, in my opinion. And Mike Tomlin talked a lot about, about Miles Jack and Devin Bush on Tuesday during his Tuesday press conference. He had a lot of praise praise for Miles Jack. He said he doesn't accept failure on his own. And he's very high, he's highly critical of himself. And he also said he really liked what he saw out of Devin Bush coming out of camp and how he grew next to Miles Jack. And that's why the two of them are starting next to each other. And the Steelers didn't go get someone else like they did last year with Joe Schobert. Uh, 
Jenna, I, I like the idea of Miles Jack being a, a difference maker, a tone setter in the middle part of the field, because if, if he can, if he can be the guy, defensive line has to do their thing, but if he can be the guy that takes away Joe Mixon and, and De, him and Devin Bush kind of limit the middle part of the field, I think it's the glue that puts the defense together so that the defensive front and the secondary don't have to worry about that group in the middle. No, absolutely. I mean, Mike Tomlin literally said that Miles Jack is a linebacker 24-7. He, like, mm -hmm. eats, sleeps, and breathes it, which is a Steelers fan, of course. That's exactly what you want to hear. But I do think that what he demonstrated throughout the preseason, I mean, what we saw throughout training camp every single day, but I just have vivid memories of what he did, and, you know, I'm seeing the film in my head, of what he was able to do against the Seahawks, what mm -hmm. he was able to do against the Lions, the way he limited the run. And, yes, there were some big plays, some big run plays, and I know that the Steelers have made that a point of emphasis. They want to clean that up. But there were plays where Miles Jack just seemed like he was shot out of a cannon. Yeah. Um, somehow, all of a sudden, you snapped fingers and oh wait a second like he's getting to the running back for a loss of two it was those types of plays that you look and you're like oh yeah this is why the Steelers went out and signed this guy like I think he is really going to be like you said a way bigger impact player than I think a lot of people think he's going to be absolutely I, I think that that's the element of this is that the and the way that he impacts the game is that he shuts down the run but also helps in the passing game they, they yeah. the Bengals went and got former Ravens and former Falcons tight end Hayden Hurst Miles Jack isn't going to be the guy to take him away but he's going to help with that but yeah. if if the Steelers linebackers can truly limit Joe Mixon I think, again, it forces Joe Burrow to have to be a little bit more one-dimensional. It allows the safeties, Minka Fitzpatrick, Terrell Edmonds, to just worry about the about, about the receivers, worry about those guys, take that part away. And then that allows the Steelers to play into their element because it also prevents the Bengals from getting those third and shorts where it could be a run or a pass. But mm -hmm. if it's third and nine, third and eight, third and 12, that's going to allow the Steelers' defensive front, uh, uh, Cam Hayward, Larry Ogunjobi, TJ Watt, Alex Highsmith, those guys, to pin their ears back and say, we're coming, Joe Burrow. And last year, the Steelers didn't get much pressure on Joe Burrow. Part of it was because he got the ball out real quickly and they ran the ball real well. The other part is they were never down in the first place. They, they, they And so I truly think a big part of this is stopping the run. But Jenna, who's your X-Factor guy that hasn't been talked about this week about that he could be the game changer for the Steelers to get a win? Well, when you and I were talking about this before we started recording, it seems like the obvious answer is Mitch Trubisky. So I'm mm. going to kind of put that one aside, noting, of course, <laughs> that's an obvious answer. I think Najee Harris and some people are going to be like, well, Jenna, that seems like an obvious answer, too. But the Steelers need to get the run game going, much like they need to stop the run against the Bengals and limit Joe Mixon as much as possible. They need to get the run going against this Bengals team so that your offense can be two-dimensional and you can take some pressure off of Mitch Trubisky and say, hey, look, we know that Najee is very capable. This also comes down to if Najee is performing well, ideally your offensive line is holding up and they don't have to go out there and be phenomenal. And they don't have to go out there and be a hundred percent perfect, but your offensive line is playing well enough to let you establish the run to create holes and create gaps for Najee Harris to have some of those big explosive plays. And now I'm not saying every single run he's going to have is going to be, you know, 35 yards, but right. you can get him kind of going consistently where he gets five, six, seven yards on a, on a carry and isn't getting stuffed and, you know, going for one or three yards in certain situations, then I think this shows that the Steelers offense will be in this game. Unlike a lot of people who are counting them out already. 
I, I, I agree. I think that there's a there's definitely an element there that if if Najee Harris gets going, and the Steelers tried to get him going last year, the Bengals were the first team that he got over 100 all-purpose yards against. And in fact, he had over 100 receiving yards because they targeted him 19 times. He got 14 of those passes. But all those passes were dump downs, check downs that Ben Roethlisberger threw, even when there was no chance of, of really getting getting a first down. And that's not what the Steelers want to do. They want to get him the ball in, in situations that are advantageous to Najee Harris, winning situations moving the sticks keeping drives alive and make it so that hey the defense doesn't have to be out there for 80 plays the way they were a lot last year absolutely I mean I just go back to that game I I vividly remember in the locker room Cam Hayward being incredibly frustrated with just the way that that run defense played last year and I think the Steelers are like yeah there's no way in heck that we're going to repeat this by any means so I think that is going to kind of be twofold where it's going to depend a lot when it comes to the Steelers defense and can they stop the run. But as we've talked about all off season for the Steelers offense, getting the run game going. And even you could talk about that well into the start of last season when they drafted Najee Harris, you know, they have a big vision for him. They know what he's capable of now the offensive line and the offense has to execute so that he can create those plays, those big splash plays, as Mike Tomlin calls them, that we know he's incredibly capable of doing and that in the right circumstance, again, if your offensive line is holding up, you can be like, all right, we know that this is really working for us. That also opens up the passing game too. again, take some pressure off Mitch Trubisky. Absolutely. We'll talk more about other keys to the game in a bit here on the Locked On Steelers podcast. So stay right there. We're also going to predict every NFL game. But first, we got to talk to you guys about our great sponsors at LinkedIn. Now, if you don't know about about LinkedIn, LinkedIn is a great sponsor. First of all, you most likely know about it because we all had to do it for a job at some point, right? But if you're an employer out there, I'm going to help help you out with this offer that they have right now. As you gear up for the fall, you need the right people on your team to help your small business fire on all cylinders. And LinkedIn Jobs is here to make it even easier to find the people you want to talk to faster and for free. Create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of 810 million people. Then add your job and add the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring so your network can help you find the right people to hire. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. As you know, every week, nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnNFL. That's LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnNFL to post your job for free terms and conditions. apply. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Back here on the Locked On Steelers podcast, I'm your host, Chris Carter, here with Jenna Harner from Channel 11 WPXI. Jenna, 
Um, let's get into the picks this year. Now, for those who remember, if you're a fan of the show from last year, we did a whole thing. We had a sponsor, Run Your Pool. They're not sponsors anymore, so we're not doing it with them. Um, but uh, you know, we are we did we did do a year-long competition. We had you the fans picking with us every week. Um I'm unsure if I'm going to be able to do a, a jersey promotion this year where last year the winner got a jersey mailed to their house. Um, and, uh, you know, that that was awesome. I'm not sure if I'm going to do that this year because we don't have a sponsor for this. But we're still going to have fun. We're going to shout out the people who win each week. And we're going to do that so you can pick with me and Jenna every day. If you want to join on, join in on the fun, there's a link that you can click in. I'm going, to do, I'm going to provide it underneath the description for this on YouTube. I'm also going to provide it's on the Locked On Steelers Facebook group. It's also on my Twitter page at Carter Critiques. So, Find that link, join in. Anybody can join in. Just do it one per. Don't be cheating and, and, and creating multiple profiles. That's lame. Eric, Jenna, last year I beat you. It went down to the wire. I think it came down to the Super Bowl pick even last year. I think it did. I, I think it was one game. So you beat me by one game. It was by one game. It was the closest ever. This will not be close this year because I will dominate week in and week out. We're not having this like we did last year. All right. I see how it is. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> It's fine. All right. Let's get to the picks. We're going to start with, of course, Thursday night football is Thursday night football. This show is airing Thursday night after the game or Friday morning, whenever you're, you're watching it. So we're going to exclude that game because we obviously recorded before the Bills and the Rams play. But that's an amazing matchup. I wish we, we I would, I'd love to talk about that one. But let's start with our Sunday one o'clock games. We've got Saints at Falcons and NFC South showdown. I'm going with the Saints, Jenna. And everyone seems to be on this bandwagon. Not everyone, but a lot of people nationally seem to be on this bandwagon. The Saints could somehow win the NFC. I don't think that far of them, but this picks more about the Falcons being a bad team this year. Yeah, no, to me, this isn't more of the Saints being this great, oh my God, they're going to be the next best team in the NFC type thing. I just don't think the Falcons are going to be a good team. We've seen them struggle recently. I just think on paper to me, I'm like, okay, the Saints are the better team here. This one just feels easy. This one does feel easy too. This this next one's going to be interesting. It's a revenge game. It's the Browns at the Panthers. And of course, Baker Mayfield, Week one gets to play the team that he just didn't want to be part of anymore. Baker Reagan Mayfield. And he gets to take out the Carolina Carolina Panthers. Hey, he put his middle name out there. I was just saying his name the way he, he signed it. You know, I'm just I'm just saying it the right way. But the Panthers are hosting the Browns. This is the first time the Browns will be seen without Deshaun Watson this year. Um I have the Panthers winning at home. I just think that the Browns, th there's a dark cloud around that organization this year with the Sean Watson stuff. I, you know, they may say, oh, we're going to unite around it. It's Cleveland versus the world. I'm sorry. It's going to be nasty. It's going to be funky. I, I don't think Jacoby Brissett's that good enough for the, to, to lift them out of this situation. I think the Panthers win this one. It'll be weird. It'll be close, but they'll pull it out. Yeah, this will be one of those wonky, like, 16-19 games. I just have that weird, strange feeling that this is how this one's going to go. But I, I I think this will be a Baker Mayfield revenge game, Baker Reagan Mayfield revenge game. Um, <laughs> and I think, again, just everything following the Browns right now is just not great going on the road this year. They are, in my opinion, they are what the Houston Astros were supposed to be mm. in 2020. It was supposed to be the, like, Anytime you walked into a stadium, you were just getting booed and all that. I I don't envy that in any way, shape, or form for a plethora of reasons. But yeah, I just don't see it being a good good start at all for the Browns. And I think they have what the most consecutive uh, opening day losses. They're at like seventeen in a row right now. I think it's going to continue. I, I, I'm I'm with I'm with you on that. Now this is an interesting game. I think it's going to go. This is I picked. I picked. Uh, I, I've been very high on the favorites this, this week. 
Niners at Bears. Justin Fields gets his second year. He's he's gets his chance to kind of he's had his feet wet. Now they're going to see if his offense has adapted. But the Niners are coming off a really strong season. Trey Lance, it's his first game. I'm going with the Niners. I think that they're going to be able to do enough. Their defense is why I'm picking them. I think this is not going to be a high scoring game, but I do think their defense will do enough to Justin Fields that'll get them a win. Yeah, to me, this game all comes down to defense, especially looking at two young quarterbacks on both sides of the ball here. So, or I guess, you know, both teams, you know what I mean? Um, So I'm going with uh, the Niners just because I think if you look at defensively, I feel like they have way more strength um, in that area. And I just don't entirely know who the Bears really are and the identity that they have. And maybe this is the season that they prove it. Maybe Justin Fields goes out and lights things up. But until they prove that, I, I just don't have a lot of trust in them right now. Next game, another one o'clocker. This is one of my survivor games. Like, this is the game that I'll pick. The uh, It's Eagles-Lions, and I'm picking the wow. Eagles all the way. I don't think the Lions stand a chance. I know that Dan Campbell is bet on Lions uh, top leading uh, uh, odds man for, for coach of the year because of hard knocks, and everyone loves D- Dan Campbell and all that coach stuff. I don't care. The Eagles are going to be a good team this year. Those Georgia dudes, they added up from Jordan Davis and N'Kobe Dean, I think are going to be a problem up front. Their quarterback with Jalen Hurts, he's got Devontae Smith, he's got A.J. Brown. Even if Miles Sanders doesn't play, I think this is a game the Eagles walk away with Hanley. Everybody loves coaches when they're winning, and I yeah. think that's what uh, fans are really going to realize about Dan Campbell and the Lions pretty quickly. I'm with you because defensively the Eagles are just seemingly like a monster. I mean, again, Jordan Davis alone, I was on the Jordan Davis train. The Steelers should draft him if they had the opportunity. Obviously, he went a lot higher than where the Steelers were able to pick. Mm-hmm. To me, I just think that Philly is going to be a team that a lot of people are talking about and actually might not make the uh, NFC East a laughing stock this season. So, <laughs> and I can say that as a Giants fan, people right. come for me. I can say that as a born and raised New York Giants fan. So I'm going to the Eagles uh, in this one. Wow. So a Giants fan giving Philly some respect. Uh, is, is that something that, that your Giants friends are going to come back at you on? No, because there's just no hope. There's no the hope. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Giants, I'll tell you why I'm not picking the Giants. We'll, we'll get to the Giants in a bit. They have a game. Actually, where is their game? I don't see them on. Oh, there they are. Okay, we'll get to them later. Yeah. Next game, Colts at Texans. This could be another survivor game because I'm just picking the Colts. I'm sorry. This is a, uh, the Texans. They're like the Pittsburgh Pirates this year. Just don't even, don't even watch. Look for exit velocity. How fast does Davis Mills get, get sacked? That's the that's the that's, that's exactly yeah that's exactly it. Not to mention, I think that Matt Ryan is going to be a really good fit for the Colts. I think the Colts are going to surprise Same. a lot of people. They were you know a win and potential non overtime game away from a, a, a trip to the playoffs last year. So um, I, I think that they that offensive line is phenomenal. Obviously with Jonathan Taylor and what they're going to do, I don't even think they're really going to have to look to Matt Ryan to say, hey, we need you to like take over the game here in this one. But yeah, I, uh, I'm going with uh, the Colts here. AFC showdown. Patriots at Dolphins. Of course, this is Tua Tagovailoa teaming up with Tyree Kill for the first time. They're very excited about that. Um, you're gonna ha- you're gonna have Chase Edmonds. You're gonna have Raheem Mostert. You're gonna have Jalen Waddle. There's an explosive offense on that side. You got that defense. But can the Patriots go in and pull this up? I actually have the Dolphins winning this one at home. I'm not so sure about what the Patriots will be doing on offense this year with with Mac Jones. I know that he was okay last year, but I just think the Dolphins are in a better position to win this game. Yeah, and we know how the Patriots play when they go to Miami. Even when they had Tom Brady under center, it was not usually fantastic. There's just something weird about there. I know that the Patriots actually have been in 
Miami the majority of this week, like doing heat acclimation and humidity acclimation stuff. Um, I just think also there's so many que- question marks with that offense. I'm getting so excited. I have the it's okay. Right now. Um, I, I think there's just way too many question marks with the Patriots offense. We don't entirely know who's going to be calling the plays. It's probably going to be Bill Belichick. Um, and this is going to kind of be, is he for as a defense, as much of a defensive minded coach as he is, is he able to say, Hey, I also have a lot of offensive firepower here. I'm not sold on them. I like the dolphins and the weapons they have better too in this one. So correct me if I'm wrong, Jenna, we picked the same way every pick so far. That's correct. Did this you is... pick, just, uh, just because of Thursday, who did you pick for Thursday? Even though uh, we're... I picked the bills. So yeah. that's the, uh, I picked the thing. So we're so again, we don't even know who, who won yet, but we're picking the bills. So you'll yeah. see if you'll, you'll, you'll see who, who was right there by the time you're even watching or listening to this show. All right. Another revenge game. And this could also be a survivor game. Ravens at Jets because Joe Flacco is starting for the Jets. And my goodness, you know, there's excitement that Baker Mayfield's going to be playing, be playing the Browns. I, I think Baker, there is no way Joe Flacco leads these Jets to victory. There's just the Ravens are going to demolish them. It's going to be ugly. Lamar Jackson's going to be dancing and scoring touchdowns everywhere. The Jets, maybe someday we'll get it right. This day will not be it. This, I completely agree with you on this, especially because I just. I'm so intrigued to see how the Lamar Jackson contract situation is going to play itself out, but he's going to be playing really angry no matter what happens. He's either going to be playing, oh, I got my money, I got my contract, I'm going out there and celebrating and showing you why you needed to pay me that money, or he's going to go out there and say, yeah, this is why you need to pay me this money. So I just am so intrigued with that whole situation, but the Ravens to me are a much better team. The Jets right now are the Jets. They they are the Jets. J-E-T-S, lose. Um, Jaguars at Washington Commanders. I've gone back and forth about this one. I really like Trevor Lawrence. I really like Travis ATN. I like the weapons they have, but the Commanders have that defense. And Jenna, I just don't know. I'm going with the home team, though. I'm going to say the Commanders find a way to win this game. Um, I know Carson Wentz is their quarterback, and my goodness, me picking Carson Wentz to win anything is just terrifying in my brain. But I think that they're, them being at home, I know the Jaguars, there's exciting new pieces, but they got some building to do, and I think that Washington defense holds up for the win. Who you got? Chris, we have our first All right. difference. Let's go. There it I'm is. going the Jags because this one, same kind of thing as you. I was going back and forth so much. I really, this feels like it's going to be a really close and honestly, probably a really entertaining game. Mm-hmm. I like Washington's defense, but I think with what we saw from Trevor Lawrence in the preseason game when they played the Steelers, I was impressed. There's a lot he is built on from last season. And I think having Travis Etienne back, I think the duo between the two of them is going to be really solid. And I think that defense is going to look pretty good against Carson Wentz. Absolutely. Chiefs at Cardinals. This is a big game for me. This is the this is the start of the four o'clockers here. Patrick Mahomes, Kyler Murray. I got the Chiefs because I, I don't think the Cardinals will be all that together without DeAndre Hopkins until he returns later. They'll hang around early on in the season, but Chiefs, I know Tyree Kill's gone, but I think Juju Smith shoots some surprises some people and has a good day with Patrick Mahomes. And you see that Chiefs offense still carrying them to victory. Yeah, no, I I agree with this one. I think this game will be closer than a lot of people anticipate just because, again, I think the Chiefs still have some things to kind of figure out. Obviously, I I don't want to say figure out in that sense, but just the fact that they lost one of their top offensive weapons, Mm -hmm. you have adjustments to make. And until you're in those in-game situations, oh, this is live, this is happening. 
you're going to still be working some of the kinks out. It's also week one. So really anything can happen, but I like the chiefs in this one, just because I, I think the cards are still kind of trying to find their footing and take that next step. Absolutely. I'm, I'm right with you with that. AFC West showdown, and this could be the craziest division in all of football. This might be the craziest division in, in NFL history this year. Yeah. Raiders at Chargers for this one. The Chargers, some people have them as a Super Bowl favorite. Some people think that they'll kind of stay where they always are. The Raiders coming off a, a playoff appearance in what was a crazy season for them where they lost their head coach. Their last three first-round picks are no longer on the team, but somehow they stay afloat. They went and got Devontae Adams. He's with Derek Carr now. Is that enough to beat the Chargers? I say no, Jenna. I think the Los Angeles Chargers start out strong with the win. They're they're one of my teams that I think will be strong all season long. I think so, too. I mean, just their offense and the amount of firepower and the amount of weapons, the amount of, like, top-tier weapons. Not yeah. even just, like, guys that you're like, oh, yeah, they'll make a play. It's like, oh, you have Eckler. Just, like, the amount of playmakers this offense has and with Justin Herbert taking another step in his development, too. I really like the Chargers in this one, but it is going to be really intriguing to see how they go up against the Raiders defense because we know that was a really solid point. I mean, Max Crosby on that Raiders defense, my goodness. Uh, Justin Herbert, watch out, but I think the Chargers will just be able to win this game. I'm with you there. NFC North showdown, Packers at Vikings. The Vikings most likely missing Justin Jefferson this week. That to me, he would be, if he was on the team, I might think about it. He's not on the team. I'm not thinking about it. I'm picking the Packers. Yep. That's exactly my thought process here. I think this is also a big year for Aaron Rodgers too. And just the, yeah. I want to prove to people who I am because there's been so many talks about, Oh, what's Aaron Rodgers, but like not what old Aaron Rodgers was. So I think he wants to kind of call those talks and say, uh, no, no, I'm still here. I'm still me. I'm still doing all these amazing things and putting myself in the MVP race. So I think the Packers win this one, but this one probably would have been a lot closer if Jefferson was playing for Minnesota. Giants at Titans, your New York football Giants. Jenna, I'm picking the Titans. Is there any chance that you pick your your boys to pull no. it out? Into, dang, she doesn't even let me finish. She's like, no, just not happening. Absolutely not. There are going to be like maybe two times this year I pick the Giants. <laughs> uh, this is not one of them. The Titans are good. The Giants just don't have anything. I will say there is more optimism with Brian Dable. I'm going to be intriguing to see how his how he's been developing Daniel Jones and what's kind of been working with that offense just because of the offensive mind that he has. I just don't have faith in them right now. I feel you. Not much reason to have much faith in him right now. So yeah. not mad at you at all. I don't think you're being a fake fan there at all. You're you're just you're calling it like it is. Now, Sunday night football, Buccaneers at Cowboys. I believe this was the week one matchup last year, too, if I remember correctly. Yeah, uh, it was uh, actually. Tom Tom Brady went after Michael Parsons quite a bit. The Cowboys are at home and they I think they're better than they are they were last year, but I'm still picking the Buccaneers. I think that Tom Brady, that Buccaneers team, even though their their interior offensive line is 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 has been weakened, I think they have the playmakers on both sides of the ball to pull this one out. Is this another one where we differ? Or are you also going with the Bucks? No, I'm with you on this. I'm going the Bucks because Chris, it's the year of our Lord and Savior, 2022, <laughs> and we are still not picking against Tom Brady. <laughs> There's no reason to. You don't do it. And what? I said, you don't do it. You don't. You don't. There's still no reason to until he has like, a, you know, four or five game slump. And even then I'm like, you know what? This is the week he comes out of it. So you could never, uh, I, I will not pick against Tom Brady. There's very few times I'll do it just because of, again, until he shows any sort of decline, I, I can't, you know, pick against him. 
I'll pick him as Tom Brady, just not this week. That's uh, see, I think he'll. I think that he'll he'll be fine fine this week, and we'll we'll see that going on. Last game Monday Night Football. I don't think we need to break this down too much. Revenge game. Russell Wilson in Seattle playing the Seahawks. I'm going with the Broncos. I think they're going to demolish the Seahawks. Yeah, Broncos offense immediately looks so much better than the Seahawks offense. I feel bad for Seattle fans, but yeah, going with Denver because uh, Russell Wilson or. Uh, Geno Smith slash Drew Lock. I'm going with Russell Wilson. Absolutely, it's it just exactly. It's all you had to say right there. Russell Wilson or Geno Smith slash Drew Lock. That is that is the difference there. Yeah. Um, so uh, th- there there's that. I guess it's also a revenge game for Drew Lock if he were to play, but Geno Smith's the starter, anyways. Who cares? Broncos winning. Yeah. We're gonna break down Steelers Bengals. Of course, we didn't give that prediction yet. We'll break that down in just a minute here. So stay tuned on the Locked On Steelers podcast. But first, we gotta talk to you guys about our, our great sponsors, Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports information. Find all of these sports developments, league reviews, and news, including the NFL season that is here. You can get all your all your betting lines, all your prop bets, everything at, at BetOnline.net. Also, with Major League Baseball getting closer to the playoffs, you want to get in on that action as till. All that can be happening at BetOnline. Your continued source for all your sports wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in the action when you visit BetOnline where the games this is david harrison of the locked on commanders podcast and this episode is brought to you by discover looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone luckily with 24 7 us-based live customer service from discover everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime day or night yep you heard that right you can talk to a real human in customer service anytime sounds like a real game changer if you ask us make the right call and get the service you deserve with discover Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Starts. Back here on the Lockdown Steelers podcast. I'm Chris Carter. She's Jenna Harner. All right, Jenna, all you picked all those games back to the Steelers Bengals game. Now, Jenna, this is a big opportunity for the Steelers to yet again face a major AFC opponent. Last year it was the Bills. They weren't AFC champions, but they were AFC favorites last year. They went into Buffalo. They beat them in their house, upset. It was uh, it was one of the biggest upsets of the year, and it was just in week one. This year they go into the Bengals' house. No Ben Roethlisberger. The Bengals are going to be dropping down their a- their AFC champion banner. Uh, they're going to be they're, they're, they're going to be celebrating that. I think Zeke sneaking in to get into the show behind you. Uh, so we have an excited dog. Zeke just wants it, to talk about the Steelers. It, he That's just totally Zeke hurts Steelers. I'm coming in. Zeke, of course. Steelers, we're picking name. We're going. <laughs> Zeke is, of course, our adorable pup. That's on Jen's side of the camera. There he is. There if you're looking is. on YouTube, you can see he's like, whoa, whoa. I'm not trying to get on camera. Uh, but no. anyways, but let's get into this game. Jen, uh, give me, give me. Okay, one. Give me your prediction. Your score prediction. Who wins? And give me the turning point that we see how this game unfolds as this game plays out. I think this game is going to be a lot closer than people anticipate. And strictly because it's week one, you can look at so many different factors. The Steelers offense, they have a new quarterback. They have more mobility under center. You look on the flip side, Joe Burrow missed some of training camp because of his appendectomy. So there's a lot of factors that can play in here. But for me, I do think the Bengals are going to win just because – I'm sorry, Steelers fans. It's going to be close. They're booing you in the YouTube comment section right now. (laughs) I know it's fine, but it's going to be closer. I think it's going to be 28, 24 bang or sorry, 24, 20 bangles. 
Oh, okay. 24, yeah. Cincy's going to win 24-20. I think what it's going to come down to is a drive for the Steelers that stalls out, that they're only able to get a field goal. They're going to be hanging with Cincinnati. It's going to be back and forth early on. Steelers offense is going to look good, marching down the field, have a couple bad penalties, some sort of miscommunication among the offensive line that potentially could lead to a sack or something along those lines. They have to settle for the field goal instead of potentially having the touchdown. I think that's going to be the turning point where they're going to be hanging with the Bengals right there, and they're just not going to be able to get over that hurdle. And I think it's going to give a lot of Steelers fans excitement to say, okay, you know, we started here. Yes, it was with a loss, but there were problem areas we were concerned about. The offensive line holds up a little bit more than I think people are going to expect it to. I think they're going to be able to stop the run more than people anticipate. But I just think on paper right now, the Bengals are the better team. Anything can happen week one, so you never know. I mean, last year the Bills were the better team and the Steelers came out and pulled up a big upset. But I just realistically think the Bengals, I mean, they're the defending AFC champs for a reason. I think they're going to pull this one out. So, Jenna, it's funny because yesterday we had – we had James Rapine of, of, of Locked On Bengals give his prediction. He gave the same exact prediction that you did, 24-20 Bengals. It seems to be a number. And I told him, hey, like, I'm not going to pick 24-20 because that was going to be my pick. I love the 24-20 number. I went for something obscure like 26 to like 19 just to, just to be different. I'm not okay. doing that today, though. I'm staying with my chest out here on the Locked On Steelers podcast. It's not really out because I'm with Mapola. But I'm saying with my chest out here, Steelers win 24-20 for the the exact opposite reasons that you said. You said the Steelers are going to stall out? No, I think it's going to be the Bengals that stall out. And here's here's the turning point that I see coming in this game. I I truly think the Steelers' defense, it won't be shut down the run. It will be limit the run. They will limit Joe Mixon. He won't be able to take over this game. It'll force Joe Burrow into some more predictable situations. And I think in those those spots, there's going to be some mistiming opportunities, and that's where the Steelers' defense is is really going to capitalize. This offensive line, everyone's excited about it. Lyle Collins, PFF ranked them in the top 10. To me, that there's a I'm, I'm putting it on. I'm saying PFF, you have now issued a curse upon the Bengals' offensive line. They're not going to be top 10. They're going to be very middling, and TJ Watt picks off middling the offensive tackles all year long. I think he has a big game, two sacks, a forced fumble that leads to a touchdown or or an intercept. He, he helps create an interception that gets the defense to score. I do think the Steelers' defense gets on the board, and then in the final in the final drive of the game. Bengals driving down the field and Joe Joe Burrow under pressure, much like the Super Bowl, makes a, a costly mistake. It might be a mink, and I say it's going to be a Minka Fitzpatrick interception to close things out. But I say the Steelers start the season one and zero. So there's our big difference there, right, right there, Jenna. We got a few differences. So just to recap, I believe you picked the Jaguars, I picked the Commanders, and I think every other pick we went the same until Steelers Bengals. So those are the two games that you and I have to watch, buddy. Ooh, I'm ready. I'm ready. Bring on the W week one. <laughs> we will certainly find out here on Sunday and Monday uh, because there's Monday night football, but I'm so glad that football's back, Jenna. This week, we could actually go back to our normal schedule. This is awesome. I'm having so much fun. Thank you, Jenna, for joining us here on the Locked On Steelers podcast. It was a blast having you here. Let people know they can find you, follow you, and get more of your work. Well, Chris, thank you for having me as always, especially because we're finally talking about football. That's going to happen. That means something. What a time to be alive. It's fantastic. You can find me on Twitter at Jenna Harner 11, Instagram, Jenna underscore Harner. I will be in Cincinnati for the game this weekend covering it. Um, 
and I'm super pumped to be able to do that. So definitely also uh, post game tune into WPXI for our fantastic post game show that we do there as well. You can live stream it if you're out of market too. So definitely tune in. We'll have all the post game locker room access, everything um, after the Steelers first game of the season. Absolutely. Do check Jenna Harner out and everything they do at channel and WPXI. We'll be there together Friday night talking yeah. skylights, high school football, baby. And I got to say the Westinghouse Bulldogs and the Perry Commodores, we got city league football that we break it down. I love city league football. I'm from city league football. If you don't know about Pittsburgh high school football, I play, I went to order dice. I love everybody's city league. I'm so excited to talk about that Westinghouse team. That's that started off red hot this season, beating everybody in sight, but, but check us out on channel 11 tomorrow night. Check this show out. The lockdown Steelers podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google podcast, Odyssey, and YouTube. Follow me, Chris Carter, on uh, at, at Carter Critiques on Twitter and Instagram. You can also, if you want to support this, this show further, go on Apple Podcasts, rate us five stars, give us a positive comment with that five-star rating, and you'll get a special shout-out at the end of the show. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Friday episode of the Locked On Steelers podcast. We hope you had a great week. We hope you have a fun weekend. I'll be back here Sunday night slash Monday morning recapping what happened with the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Cincinnati Bengals season opener. Football's back, baby. It's going to be fun. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.